Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we shout our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louise Aaron. did it. Yep. I have the written down new intro in front of me, and I still came so close to fucking it up. Yeah. When you started, I was like, wait, wasn't it supposed to be more different earlier? But no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was on it wrong. I needed it to be the same at the beginning so that I could launch into it with my usual reckless abandon every week. <laughs> Good. That's and hopefully I'll hopefully I'll remember the rest of it at some point, so I don't need to check my notes every time, but I guess we'll see. It took me about 50 episodes of last time to get the new intro right. It's cool. Everyone knows what it is already. It's on their podcatcher. It's true. Well, wait. What's on their podcatcher? The name of the show. Yeah, the name of the show hasn't changed, though, is the thing about that. Yeah, that's fine. Nobody needs to know any more than that. <laughs> I mean... Maybe that's true, but I I mainly do it so that Jeff can see easily where the audio file starts when he's editing. Oh yeah, that's why you always start with a round of applause for yourself before you do the intro. Well, I everything I do, I start it with a round of let's all let's all give it up for the cast. I say (laughs) into the the mirror as you're brushing your teeth. Yeah, saxophone starts wailing. We all come out on stage (laughs) and bow. There was a there was a semi viral tweet going around yesterday of a guy who's like a, I think he's like a filmmaker, uh, and his name was like T. Huang, um, and he said every morning when he drinks his tea, he says, mm, that's good tea, and his four-year-old thought that he was saying it to himself. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> like, good. You're doing a great job, tea. <laughs> and I love that. I want to do that every day. Yeah. Just get up, and as I'm eating my cereal, just like, mm, you're doing great, man. <laughs> yeah, why not? Start doing it. I should start doing it. That The funny thing is, I'm saying this in the cadence of a joke, but it probably would significantly help my mental health if I did do this. Mm-hmm. Put up yeah, all those little post-it notes on your mirrors that say that you love you and you're doing a great job today. Yeah. I think our, we're all just afraid of becoming the kind of people who are, like, friends with our moms when we were little kids, mm-hmm. who would, like, come over and be like, you need to actualize your, you know, spiritual self or whatever, right? Like, is that why we aren't all nicer to ourselves. Yes, I agree with you, but I think this might be a specific use case for us, and Jeff might not know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I I am infuriated irrationally by the the fact that it works when you just say nice things to yourself, so I will oh. never do it because I'm mad that it works. <laughs> Jeff, your brain needs to realize that your brain needs to be tricked sometimes. Because once <laughs> I realize that, I'm okay with a lot more things. No. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, is it, does it count as tricking if you, your brain is the thing that's like, I need to do this to be happier, (laughs) and then you do it, and the outcome is that it is that you're happier? That just seems like you're taking an action, and it works. Uh, Your ego needs to trick your id. I don't remember what the things are, but the three are always working against each other, much like us on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, which one's the ego, which one's the id, and which one's the superego? I feel like, Jeff, you're the id because you're a wild animal. Yes. Yep. I think that I'm probably the regular ego because I kind of drive things forward, but also am always second-guessing myself. And I'm the super ego because I have blackmail material on both of you, which is why we keep doing this podcast. <laughs> yep, it's true. Yeah. Also, you're the only one anyone likes. <laughs> well, do people like the super ego? <laughs> uh, the podcast is very popular. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I hate it. Pretty good. <clears throat> pretty good. <laughs> oh, we're giving ourselves affirmations now. All right, it was pretty good. <laughs>
Yeah. Wait, no, that's you giving me an affirmation, which I also like, but, you know. Anyway, Jeff, you should say a nice thing to yourself every day, because A, it would be funny, and B, it probably would genuinely help you. Yeah, well, see, that first part where it would be funny is what I don't like. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You're the only one who knows. It's like you're telling a computer to defrag its own hard drive. I don't want to do that. I do that once a week to my computer. Yeah, plus... uh, What's the harm, though, really? There's no harm in it. I just, I'm mad that it works, so I don't want to do it. (laughs) Mm, But the fact that your brain doesn't want to do it is a great reason to do it, because fuck that Mm. brain, (laughs) right? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, this is great. Get an antagonistic attitude towards your own antagonistic attitudes. Mm -hmm. No. I could. (laughs) But you could, and if you did, then that would be pretty fun. Yeah, everyone would love it. Do it for the vine. Ooh, there we go. Okay, you know, <laughs> Love yourself for to. the line. <laughs> okay. Is there is there a mental equivalent of doing a backflip into a Krispy Kreme sign that you could do? <laughs> back at it again at the self-actualization, <laughs> and then I backflip into uh, Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's pretty good. So anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? Oh man, I knew this yeah. was gonna happen. Get her, get her. Yeah, you knew it was gonna happen because <laughs> yeah, it I happens know. every week, and we tell you it's gonna happen. But I did do one thing this week. I made sausages, so that mm. was quite the project because um, I made uh, pork sausages. And there's many steps to this where you do one thing and then you have to let it wait, and then you do another thing. So this is like a two day process. I understand why. Sausage making is such a big ordeal now. Yep. Uh, Matt, yep. I know you've made them. Jeff, have you ever made sausages? No, of course not. I don't have any of the necessary equipments. Fair enough. You can get a uh, uh, just a meat grinder for like 60 bucks, like an electric meat grinder, please if you wanted to. Please don't tempt me. I've taken up, <laughs> I've taken up too many food-making hobbies that now live in the cabinets of my kitchen. Yeah, that is the downside to all of this, is that every time you need a new appliance or attachment to an existing appliance it's it's a genuine struggle for me at least i'm like is am i going to use this air fryer often enough that it's going to be worth taking up space right now i've got appliances in the garage because (laughs) i can't fit them all in the kitchen yeah well luckily i have a KitchenAid stand mixer already and like that's a key thing in my kitchen so i love to have that and the grinder attachment for that is just a small thing so that's nice. it's not that small i have like a yeah. bowl uh, with a lid on it dedicated to all of the grinder attachments yeah because the last thing you want is to be looking for your like you know medium die uh medium gauge grinding die and it you can't find it anywhere and then you what do you do then you can't just go buy one yeah exactly so no i I keep them all together in a bag um but yeah it was very rewarding the sausages turned out great i still have a bunch of them some in my fridge and some in my freezer it's a nice feeling nice it is nice when you make them because I feel like usually when I make like cookies or cakes or something, I'm like, well, now I've got a cake <laughs> and I need to ration out eating this cake because like it's going to go bad in this number of days. Mm-hmm. And so this is how much I can eat each day. And I always end up like limiting myself at the beginning when it's most delicious and then forcing myself to eat yeah. kind of stale cake at the end uh, with the sausages. It's like, well, fuck, I, I never am going to need to buy a sausage ever again. I've got <laughs> fucking 700 sausages in my freezer now. <laughs> 
Um, the hardest part for me was stuffing the sausages. I bought uh, natural hog casings, which are intestinal linings, um, and you stuff the meat into those through the same grinder. But once the sausage had been ground previously, ground several times and uh, seasoned, it became very uh, soft and sticky, and I couldn't get it to go through the grinder into the casings very well. And that was so hard, and I'm still trying to figure out why I had such a hard time with that. I think it's honestly just the kind of thing that you need to practice a lot. Because the first time I did it, it took me about four hours to stuff everything, and now I can do it in about an hour, just because I've done it, like, six times. So, I think once you get the hang of it, and you need to kind of learn the, like nuances of your machinery yeah so or get a better one that might be uh, that's something i thought about (laughs) like maybe this is just a bad (laughs) grinding machine (laughs) yeah i have some of those thoughts but i don't really want to do that i don't want to be the person who buys the whole new paint set before they start to learn to paint so i Mm -hmm. don't want to buy better equipment until i feel like i know this but I think we've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but isn't that the joy of getting into a new hobby? (laughs) It's like, oh man, I can buy so much new shit now. Yes, but what if you don't keep up with the hobby? Then you've wasted money, and now you have things in your house that you don't really want. It's a terrible feeling. Here's what I will say. I think that depending on the price of that stuff, if, if you can get the joy of shopping and daydreaming about using stuff, and it's like less than a hundred bucks, and it gave you... Uh, three, four days of joy of daydreaming before you gave up on it, it was worth it. Yeah, I guess so. The uh, psychological harm of seeing things that I've abandoned still around is mm, pretty bad. It makes me yeah, feel the pretty fli- bad sometimes. The flip side of all of it is you need to get that shit out of your house immediately. Once you realize <laughs> you're never going to finish, it, it needs to go into the Goodwill box that day. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Um, but... Yeah, overall, a really great, satisfying uh, procedure. I did not know that it was so easy to just grind meat, which really opens up a whole lot of um, just anything, hamburgers, meatloaf, anything I can uh, use ground meat for. Yeah, this past 4th of July, I was going to go, I went out to get hamburger patties to grill on the grill, and the grocery store I usually go to didn't have any left, and I was like, what am I going to do? Oh, I just bought, like, a piece of chuck. Mm-hmm. And, or no, I bought a piece of brisket and I ground it up myself and grinding without stuffing is so quick. Yeah. So I just made my own patties, took like 45 minutes and, uh, yeah, they were real good. They're way better if you use a good cut of meat. Yeah, I bet. Um, <clears throat> also like making sausages, I'm like, well, what other kind of sausages do I like? I can make beef sausages or lamb, but meat is so incredibly expensive that I'm probably going to stick with pork shoulder for a while until I know mm. better because pork shoulder is nice and cheap and has a really good ratio of meat to fat. So, mm. I mean, even with just pork sausages, there's a huge variety. Yeah. I think I want to make chorizo next i really want to try making uh (laughs) lingusa is that how it's pronounced you know i'm talking about (laughs) i do know what you're talking about i do not know how it's pronounced but yeah langusa lingusa um it's like an ancient roman sausage recipe that's still popular in uh the like mediterranean area Mm -hmm. and it's pork and like orange peel and some like herbaceous things in there it sounds very refreshing yeah that does sound really good and then you could make like uh uh mediterranean cheeses and breads for a cool feast yep so that might be the next type i make i'm still working on making a smoker that will allow me to make all of the smoked sausages i want to try to make Mm, as well that would take them up to the next level yep i really want to make my own pepperoni or like (laughs) salami (laughs) yeah 
Those are tricky because so- they don't have a traditional sausage making um, methods to them, right? Uh, they kind of do. I mean, you need <laughs> to do you need to put actual like nitre in them to oh, okay. cure them, which is a little scary because you could poison yourself accidentally yeah. if you didn't leave it the right amount of time. <laughs> um, and obviously, I think you need to cure them for like sixty days or something before they're ready. So yeah, uh, I would need to put I need to have a place in my house where I could hang meat and be sure it wasn't going to get eaten by bugs, and also it wouldn't make a unholy stink <laughs> hanging for sixty days. Yeah, that's the tricky part, huh? Yep. I mean, they sell curing ca- This is part of why I started building my own uh, cold smoker slash curing cabinet, is because mm. they sell curing cabinets online, but they're like $700, and they're for, like, professional butcher shops. Mm. You can't just buy a home curing cabinet. Yeah. You can buy a home curio cabinet. Ooh. <laughs> and then just... Good. Put a bunch of like uh, <laughs> weatherproofing strips on it. Yeah, look keep at my this, look at my abnormal in. sausages from around the world. <laughs> yes. you keep all your needful things in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm really glad I tried a new thing and learned a lot, and it's opened up some more avenues of cooking for me, and I always appreciate that. Did uh, your feet? Did your feet really hurt at the end? That's the thing I always realize is like I just I don't. There. Yeah, like, as you're doing it, I'm just so in the zone, and then when I finish making the sausages, I put them in the freezer, and I sit down, like, oh my god, my, like, from my knees down is just throbbing with pain. Oh, man. No, my shoulder hurt a lot, though, from trying to force the meat into the uh, uh, skins. Yeah. (sighs) It still hurts at the moment, but... That's why all of the butchers, you know, have those beefy forearms. Yeah, like Popeye. Popeye the Mm -hmm. butcher man. (laughs) That was his thing. (laughs) That was his name originally, but then the the things that he did to Bluto was just too... too brutal, so they had to change it. Yeah, they had God. to take that big knife away from him and make him a sailor instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Do you think Popeye's killed people? Yes. yes. Was, was he created every at a anchor time ta- where, where he every, fought in a war? Every anchor tattoo you get on your arm it represents somebody you killed in the Navy. <laughs> He only has two. He only yeah. killed two people. Oh, he only killed two people. <laughs> that's it's more than infinite, you've done, Jeff. Yeah, that's infinitely more than any of us will ever kill. <laughs> so what is he a like a World War One veteran? I thought he was just from the era where you just travel around like merchant marines kind of. He's yep. he was created in, in nineteen twenty nine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess he could be like ten years later fought in World War One type of guy, or I guess he could just be some type of uh twentieth century pirate. I mean, the yeah. Navy was really not involved in World War uh, the US Navy was barely involved in World War One. Are we sure he's American? Mm, good question. No, we're not sure. That that accent is truly insane. It could be Scottish. You could sell me on that being a Scottish accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he absolutely ha- he sounds more like a pirate than an American, and pirate is like one step over from uh, Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, what did I do this week? Um, <laughs> I started getting meals from every plate. I didn't talk about this last mm. week, did I? I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. Okay, cool. Uh, I got coupons from our friend Leah uh, to get these meal plans. Um, I would never, ever get these if they were full price, because already even the sale price is like, uh, it's saving me money versus ordering a pizza for delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like getting me back into the practice of cooking, which is nice. But it's uh, mm-hmm. 
it's not as cheap as just buying the things and the yeah. recipes. The recipes are not specialized or expensive enough to justify when, uh, buying them individually. When people talk about those meal plans being cost effective, I think it's only for people who are incredibly rich and who are like, I'm going to go buy fresh meat and vegetables every single day at the market. Like, if you're doing that, I guess it's cost effective, but otherwise it's not really. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's mostly... I, go ahead. I think it's mostly for people who order food out every single day. Oh, it's cheaper yeah. than that. That's true. But even if you go to the market every day and get fresh vegetables every day, it's much cheaper than those uh, other ones. I also think it's boxes. somewhat valuable now because uh, it's just, you know, generally safer to get things delivered yeah. rather than um, uh, going out. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's It's... There's other reasons to get it. I just think cost-effective-wise, uh, it's maybe not worth it. But that's, like, one of the minor reasons to get it. Yeah. Uh, so, so far, last night I made the best one so far, which was uh, uh, creamy Tuscan linguine with chicken. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Uh, but it was, was that, like it, a bechamel sauce or like a uh, like Alfredo sauce. Ish. Uh, so it was two chicken breasts that were coated in garlic and this spice blend that had like cayenne and rosemary and garlic and pepper in it. Mm. Um, and those were fried in a pan. Uh, and then I took the linguine, um, and that got tossed in the pan that I fried the chicken in with, uh, tomatoes, a little more garlic, some cream cheese, some pasta water, Ooh, uh-oh. <laughs> and a little bit of Parmesan. Uh, and it tasted pretty good, but, um... Yeah, that combo bothered everyone in our friend group. It doesn't bother me. I think they're just trying to make uh, things really easy for people, and I don't think there's cream anything wrong with Cream cheese is a wild pull, though. I don't, huh? think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, cream cheese, I think, is fairly neutral. It's... I, I don't Is think... that just... Sorry. No, I was gonna say, I just don't think it's much different from using, like, more uh, a soft cheese plus heavy cream, um, yeah. except you don't have to worry about it, like, getting it to blend together properly. Yeah. I was gonna say, is that just them being like, most people, or like, creme fraiche is too expensive to ship out, so we'll just do this instead? I mean, probably that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Because um, cream it, cheese and creme fraiche are basically the same flavor, but just slightly different textures, right? Probably. Uh, roughly, I don't know. yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this goddamn pasta dish was delicious. I ate the <laughs> whole thing. It was, like, it It was definitely the best thing I've made so far. It's still about the quality of, like, uh, a mid-to-high-tier sit-down chain restaurant. Uh, hmm. So these are, these are not, like, gourmet foods. Uh, one of the meals I had last week was... Uh, Potato wedges and burgers, um, and you know they were pretty good. I don't one of the meals you had last week was a bloomin' onion, so I don't know how they got away with that one. But <laughs> yeah, I had a quesadilla burger, a bloomin' onion, some potato skins. No, yeah. uh, I um, it, root and tootin. What is it? Root, never root and tootin fresh, rooty tooty fresh and fruity. Uh, That's the one. Something yeah. breakfast with just pancakes. <laughs> yes. I had a moons over my hammy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, it was, it was 
It was good. Um, I had burgers. Uh, the, actually, the one thing where I don't think I ever would have thought to make it on my own was the uh, hoisin pork sloppy joes. Um, mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Um, it Is did it, not it, hang was together. Was it just like a giant pork bun, basically? Because that's what it sounds like. <sighs> sort of. It was served on like hamburger potato rolls. Um, mm. it, it used ground pork instead of like whole roast pork. Instead of sky pork? Yeah, or sea pork. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those are manatees. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say that. Uh, <laughs> no, manatees are sea cow. Sea pork is tortoises. Whoa, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, yeah. All I can think about is what sky pork would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. The chicken, of the, the chicken of the sea is too. <laughs> Owls is the right answer. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah they're the, the wise. They're, they're the wisest of the birds and. Pigs are smart as a child, a human child. So. Uh, some some pigs are. Mmm, that's some pig. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's just the one. Web. Just the one, yep. though. Yep. Um, have we talked about, Jeff, your new philosophy on eating on this podcast before? Oh, I don't think it's new. I think it's just I've uh, admitted to it more readily. <laughs> well, it's new to um, the world. It's revolutionary. Yeah. Yep. It's what, so, I, what I've been doing lately out of uh, depression and laziness, which, you know, probably the same thing, uh, is I will eat breakfast, which is usually a bowl of cereal or a bagel or a single uh, sachet of pop. Tarts. Um, <laughs> that's what you call that's that. That's right? so classy. <laughs> yeah, squeeze a sachet of pop tarts right into your mouth. Um, and then uh, later in the day, usually like mid afternoon, around three or four p.m. Uh, because of this, these every plates are two servings, so I'll make mm-hmm. the whole thing and eat both servings as the second meal of the day uh, that I've been humorously calling big meal all word. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So, when I hear you talk about Big Meal, all I can imagine (laughs) is one of the, uh, one of the many iconic, gigantic fat cats in cartoons when we were kids, (laughs) and when they would eat an entire garbage can full of fish skeletons, and then, like... (laughs) sleep on the ground with their big old distended belly is so, that what is that the, the the tableau that we're seeing here i would say if uh the garbage can full of fish skeletons sounds more like heathcliff and this is definitely more garfieldian than anything else well when you get lasagna <laughs> yeah sure you love lasagna but you hate mondays <laughs> I, well tomorrow i like because i have the day off yeah uh, i am I, um... That's not gonna make sense for any of our listeners, because they will be hearing this after Martin Luther King Day, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Uh, I would prefer to be Top Cat, who's not famous for his food eating, but is a cool gangster with a hat. What about Gato, the giant cat robot from Chrono Trigger? Are we Mm. considering him in the same category as Heathcliff, Garfield, and Top Cat? He has cat ears, and his name is Gato, so, yes. He's like a karaoke robot, though. (laughs) (laughs) Is Clifford the big is Clifford the big red dog on the table in this conversation at all? I think he's the like the enemy, the faded, <laughs> the faded like bloodline enemy of this, yeah. this type of cat. It can't be so gluttony for him to eat a garbage can full of food because that's just like a snack for him. Yeah, that's what he needs to survive. Yeah. Now imagine somebody trying to do a gritty reboot of Heathcliff, where all of the fat orange cats from our childhood come together and like pilot mech to fight Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gotten bigger than ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is Marmaduke involved? The other famous big dog. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, Marmaduke what is about- piloting Clifford the Big Red Dog, because Marmaduke's <laughs> big for a normal dog, but Clifford mm. is as big as a house. Mm, okay. What about Big Dog's brand t-shirts? Is that anything? Ooh, yeah. Uh, he, have we already talked about those extensively? He's got a sticker on the side of him like one of those World War II plane babes, but it's a big mm. dog. Yeah, that's uh, very okay. good. Yeah. I like this. Uh, Did they put those on bombs as well, or is that just a thing from comic books? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's see. World they, I know they put War names on them. Bomb decorations. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh God. You're not gonna Images. get. You're gonna get on a government watch list. <laughs> uh, there is one that has a shark face, and it says "Hit the deck" on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I think I'm more okay with the idea of me and my entire house being exploded by a shark than by a sexy dame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even well, if she's sharks, a bombshell. Listen, it's in their nature, Louisa. I can't fault sharks for being killers. They don't have any kind of morality behind them. Mm, that really lets the person who dropped that bomb uh, wash their hands of any yeah, responsibility. Yeah, why do you as think well? they decorated the bomb? Yeah. There's a certain there's a certain like pleasant <laughs> pleasantness to the kitschiness of World War II bombs because we're I know- dropping them on like the classic movie villain that we all agree is uh, correct to kill. Oh, like I'm- Japanese civilians, yeah. Yeah, and German civilians. God damn it, let me make jokes, you guys. Stop fucking Go just for it. filibustering. <laughs> fucking do it, then, you coward. Do it, coward. I, I'm now imagining a scene in a World War II movie where a guy who's pushing the button to drop a bomb is like, no, don't do it, brassy dame, don't drop this bomb. <laughs> Like, arguing against the bomb, and the bomb is convincing him that it needs to be dropped. This is is almost actually a good movie. Remake Christine, but he's in love with a bomb, though. Oh my god. Drop it on a city. Yes! This is great, although it could only only kill one of his potential lovers once. Mm, That's true. That's the problem with that story, is it's very short. Didn't Christine catch on fire? Was that her intention to catch on fire, or did someone set her on fire? I think they set her on fire so that he she couldn't kill his now, fiance. Uh, right? I've never I've never read or seen Christine. Me either. But, uh, I have my, seen the movie. Yes. Okay. My assumption was that the car isn't actually evil, but everyone's just insane about it. I think that's the undercurrent. Like, is it really evil or not? Who knows? Or like, yeah, it's the, evil the, in the sense that it drives you insane, but not that it goes around going like Hong Kong. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> The idea is that it's unclear whether the car is alive and killing people, or this guy is driven mm. to kill people with his car. Mm. Driven? Uh-huh. Yay! That's what Driven was about, the movie Driven. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Ryan Gosling, etc. Yeah. And he had a jacket with a sexy dame painted on the back. So, full circle. <laughs> a, a sexy scorpion. <laughs> I said sexy dame, please do not be redundant. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, sexy scorpion. Don't make me kill these people with my car. I have have not seen the movie. That's what Spider-Man is saying in the new Spider-Man movie. (laughs) In this one, Scorpion's a sexy lady. Or a sexy guy. It could be a sexy guy. Yeah. No. Uh Uh-oh. No? 
because uh, when it's a guy, it has to be someone who's, like, uh, really tough and gross-looking. No, it could be a sexy guy. Sexy guy with six-pack abs and a stinger. Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. has never, Spider-Man has never fought anyone, any sexy men. He only fights sexy women. Mm, James Franco, though. Yeah. Mm, yes, what, was, but, what was his mm, char- character, Goblin Jr.? He wasn't the Green Goblin, right? Because no. his father they, was the Goblin. They never specified. They were just oh. like, yeah, he's using this rocket skateboard now. Yeah. No. Okay. That's boring. I do like the name Goblin Jr., though. <laughs> I think in the comics he's Hobgoblin, right? Uh, he just becomes the second Green Goblin. Oh, okay. Hmm. Anyway, Goblin Jr. is an excellent name. It makes me think of the, um, villains from Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Poppy Bros Jr. is one of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty I good. think there's like an Iceman Jr. or something as well. Mm, man, Knuckle Joe, love him. Oh, the Kirby enemies don't get enough play, but they're great. Yeah, it's true. And especially because you can play as many of them in some of the Kirby games. It's true, but you really are just eating them and then assuming they're life-talented Mr. Ripley style. Yes, I mean, obviously you can do that too. The talented Mr. Kirby! Yay! You spoke over it the first time I said it, so I had to say it much, much louder. That's fine, you got it. (laughs) Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about these meals, so... Matt, what did you do? Yay! You did it! <laughs> you did it! Hooray! <laughs> you, were, you were definitely stalling there for a long time while your brain processor caught up to what was happening. Yeah, I'm looking at the blue line in Audacity. It's just like a flat rectangle for a little while. Is this, is this vocal fry, you say to yourself? <laughs> That's the sound of Jeff's it? cooling fan working overtime to make sure he doesn't ever heat. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, so I, this past week, uh, put together, so, uh, a long story, which I won't get into in much detail, but, um, my gym that I am a member of reopened while the pandemic was still going on, <laughs> um, which I found to be not great, and so I asked them to not charge me for membership until it was safe to actually go to the gym. And they didn't. They continued charging me anyway, um, which I did not realize immediately. So after several months, I was like, hey, you're still charging me. Uh, and after a lot of argument, they just, they refunded me the money. So that refunded money, I was like, well, this was gym dues, and I haven't exercised in over a year. So, <laughs> uh, so I got a, like a fairly cheap elliptical machine to build in my attic and i did build it uh and so yeah every day for the past week i spent at least an hour uh exercising on my new home elliptical machine and it's great it's so good to be able to exercise in front of a tv that has an xbox connected to it (laughs) (laughs) can you keep your body moving while you're trying to play a game i feel like i might fall down no it's it's much better than that because what happens is I will be playing like near automata and I will get so into the fights that I pedal harder. <laughs> Because oh, okay. I'm fighting so hard, and then I won't even notice it, and then at the end I'll be like, oh my god, like, my heart is going twice at the speed that a human heart should go. This is not great, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it is great because I am getting a lot of exercise and not noticing it because I'm playing Xbox. So good. That's good. Are you exhausted uh, now- all the time, though, from suddenly getting all this exercise? I did have to take yesterday off from exercising because my thighs started to, like, ache and creak like an old ship. Uh-oh. Scurvy. Scurvy. 
Oh no, yeah. did you tell lies and now you're turning back into a wooden doll? Uh-oh. Yeah, that's it. That's Is that exactly how Pinocchio it. works? <laughs> sure, that would make more sense than what actually happened to him. I think that's what happens in Once Upon a Time, that ABC uh, <laughs> Great. soap opera. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, um, so this... Jim, I I think the audience knows that you live in the southern half of New Jersey and probably yeah. has seen on the news uh, the famous uh, gym-owning Chud who opened his uh, gym for Chuds uh, to go yes. to. This wasn't yes. that gym, was it? No, that gym never closed down. Uh, whereas this gym, the one that I go to, was closed during the time when the state made it illegal for gyms to be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, which seems like a gimme, but <laughs> a, a, apparently not especially in south jersey what with all the cheds and all um but yeah no this was this is a gym that is a member of a national chain of chain of gyms um and as soon as it was legal to reopen they did which i think is a mistake mm-hmm. uh now uh second thing since you um built it in your attic does that mean now your attic is full of baseball ghosts um, I see what you're going for here, but if anything, it would be full of elliptical ghosts. Oh, even well, scarier. Everyone who ever died on an elliptical. Now this is interesting. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you saying that, uh, 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 Field of Dreams was <laughs> about Ray Leona baseball died players playing baseball? died playing baseball? <laughs> Can you prove it's not about oh, that? Right, I can't prove it. Damn. Mm. Why would? Okay, here's what I'm saying. Uh, Kevin Costner's dad, mm-hmm. Ray Liotta, Shoeless Joe Jackson, <laughs> in theory, was a human being, and Kevin Costner had interactions with him other than baseball. And okay. yet, the only thing that we know about him from Kevin Costner is his baseball career. Oh, that's true. Why would Kevin Costner be so fixated on just the one thing about? About his own dad, who he theoretically knew as a person, unless that's what killed his dad. No, I think he didn't know him as a person because he cared too much about baseball and therefore ignored <laughs> his family. Well, all I the more know. reason he died on the field. Mm, he what didn't. was he going to do? Die with his family? I don't think so. <laughs> he yeah. died how he lived, playing yeah. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they all want to go, right? Baseball players? I, he now, died I, how he lived, of baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, I like this idea you've proposed that whenever you build any kind of sporting equipment, you attract mm-hmm. ghosts uh, who did that sport when they were alive. Yes. That would mm-hmm. be great because then you'd be like, okay, we really need to further understand the unified field theory. What kind of sports did Albert Einstein do? <laughs> <laughs> You're building a chessboard, and you're getting, like, Kasparov's ghost. Yeah, instead of a seance, you have to build a sporting field of some kind. Yes. Maybe that's why it never worked before. Mm -hmm. We really need to understand the original framers of the Constitution. Let's build a bunch of, I guess, hunting ranges? I apologize to Gary Kasparov's family. He's not dead. (laughs) That's even scarier. You summon the ghost right out of his body. You summon it from the future. He's not dead, but you don't apologize to him. You only apologize to his family as if he was dead. Well, he's Russian. I don't know if he speaks English. (laughs) Okay. But his family definitely does. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Hey, if you get this message, translate it into Russian and apologize to Gary Kasparov for me. He's a listener, right? Probably. I mean, somebody's listening. 
I'm imagining a great short story where you just happen to have a pond in your yard. Maybe you live on a farm. And every winter when it freezes, it attracts a bunch of hockey ghosts that died of playing <laughs> hockey. <laughs> but the pond is very small, and mm-hmm. so they all are, like, fighting to have space on it. Yeah, exactly. Someone write a story for me and give me the royalties, thank you. And also, literally no one knows the names of any dead hockey players, so you're like, who are you guys? Oh, shit, I want to contradict you, but I don't. You're right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Albert Einstein liked boating and riding his bicycle, but Mm -hmm. Niels Bohr's played soccer. Mm. Yeah, but I don't need to understand the structure of the atom any more than I already do. Yeah, fuck off, Niels Bohr. But what if that's the key? (laughs) The Uh key to what? I don't know. Unified field theory. The theory of everything. (laughs) Could you make a soccer pitch and put some bicycles on it and uh, conjure both of them at the same time so they can argue that out and then just tell Mm. you the results? Mm -hmm. But you do need to be pedaling the bicycle at all times. That powers the ghost. Right, now would, enough. <laughs> would it be insensitive to say that building an ice rink would summon the uh, ghost of Stephen Hawking to help you with unified field theory? Why? Because he ice skated, famously fell during ice skating. That's how he discovered that he had ALS. Oh, I didn't know that. Sure. Oh, that and suddenly the posters for that movie make more sense to me. Where he's ice skating in it? Yeah. <laughs> I did genuinely be like, why Why are they making a movie about Stephen Hawking where he's ice skating on the poster? That's weird. Now, I think it would only work if that was, like, a common hobby of his, and this wasn't, like, the only time he went ice skating. Yes. Is that the only time he went ice skating? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. We've really well, discussed a lot about movies we haven't seen on this year's episode. Yep. Shall we get into uh, discussing the wiki? Yes, I'm so glad that I don't have to do that transition anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I I pasted a link in the chat. So we are on WikiHow on the topic suggestions thing. Something I learned today is if you get a bad random word... Sometimes there's only one article suggestion. Oh, so, geez. yeah, so we are not doing the word pedestrian, which I got the first time, which is fine. Uh, How instead- to not hit a pedestrian with your car? Look both ways. <laughs> yep. Uh, instead, the word today is choice. Yay! Good. Yep. Pretty choice, so, if you ask me. Yeah. We get sponsorship money Nailed every time it. we say it. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. So, we got uh, the word choice and some topic suggestions on how to do things with the word choice in them. Mm-hmm. So, the first one, how to get into the college of your choice. Uh, fill uh, out the application on their website, right? Choose a bad college. Yes! <laughs> Set your uh, sights low. Choose yep. the best public university in the state that you live in, because you will have priority admittance there. Mm. Yeah. Choose Phoenix Online. They take everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. become a Can uh, you, microwave Wait, wait, this is, this is a genuinely important question. Can you get rejected from Phoenix Online? <laughs> I think they're a for-profit university, so no. Is that how it works? If they're for-profit, they'll take anyone just because they want your money? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, aren't all universities for-profit if you think about it, Jeff? It's true. Get them. No, so many of them are publicly funded. Yeah, but they are for-profit. They're always trying to turn a profit. Yeah, they're but trying like, to give. They're trying to take my money. I. They can't turn. They can't. <laughs> you how say companies... that. Yeah, you, I know you're saying that. 
That's why they spend so much money on football stadiums, because they're like, well, shit, we gotta spend all this money we robbed off of our students this year. Mm Exactly. No, the football stadiums is just because the people who donate to universities don't care about education, and they demand that the money be used for football stadiums. I do think it's wild how many people are like, do you want to donate a lot of money to this, to my alma mater, but I don't want anyone to get an education because of it. Yeah. If, If you had the money to donate, fuck giving it to the school. Fuck those guys. Start your own scholarship fund for something insane. <laughs> that is yeah. the perfect thing to do. I mean, I do think that that's why all the money that is donated to schools goes to sports programs, because only the dummies who care about sports think that they need to donate to the school yeah. instead of to the students who actually need help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, when I was at college, oh, that's a weird way to say that. When I was <laughs> yeah. still in, when I was still enrolled in undergrad at Rutgers, uh, it was a very well-known fact that the highest paid state employee of New Jersey was the Rutgers football coach. Yeah. Uh, who pulled in a salary of $2 million per year. Fuck. Uh, <sighs> of, of our goddamn tax money, and they never even won a championship. Yep. What if what if football was just illegal? Good. Ooh, interesting, intriguing. Yeah. Then only football players would have guns, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I would watch football if one player Oh on no, I reinvented the XFL. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we yeah. do this. <laughs> One, I like the idea of they roll a random number generator and one player on each team has a gun and they uh, can, and it it has one bullet in it. <laughs> I like the idea that you can choose which player has the gun and then over time, like how football kind of evolved from just a bunch of guys playing rugby into oh, there's a center and a forward and a whatever. Like at the beginning, it's like okay, we're gonna give the gun to the quarterback. Oh no, we're gonna give the gun to the tight end or whatever and by the end it's like okay we've got the guy in the sniper position (laughs) (laughs) sitting on the forks of the field goal fork and now timeouts are not the time when you get together and huddle timeouts are when the all the lights in the stadium go off at once for exactly 10 (laughs) seconds and then when they come back on hmm, maybe somebody's dead but you don't know who (laughs) no i think i think you do know who's dead (laughs) i think you don't know who did it is the thing (laughs) No, no, I like, I like the, the idea that you don't know who's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is the lights go out right when the play starts, and then somebody dies, and then the lights come back on, but you have to continue the play oh, with the same people on the field. Fuck. <laughs> so you might be one man down, or you might have a corpse on the field to maneuver around. See, the reason you don't know who's dead is because no one has looked down at their chest to see themselves bleeding. That's the mm-hmm. only way that you oh, can yeah. know that you've been shot well, for sure. Looney and there would rolled. be so many goddamn football ghosts on the field. <laughs> oh, yes, did one what of them actually built stadium? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we, with our very first, uh, thing we were supposed to answer, we've invented a whole new type of horror football. This is, this is what this show- Horror football. (laughs) This is what I dreamed this show would be when we changed formats. Alright, I don't want us to just, like, bullet point down this list of how to do things. Hey, I'd like to introduce a piece of legislation. Do we- think that maybe it's possible we don't need to cover every topic in all of these. Yeah, I think so. Yes. All right. I think so uh, all right. Also. Is it uh, is this the reason why sports stadiums take so long to build? They have to wait like a year after they're finished for all the ghosts to get disinterested. <laughs> yeah. 
And then they just wander off to other, like, oh, that's it. Somebody built a super interesting football field somewhere for just ghosts to hang out on. It's the coolest football field ever. Instead of concession stands, they have, like, a Burger King in there. They have, have, like, ghost gambling and ghost prostitutes. You kind of um, uncovered maybe the reason for the Field of Dreams being out in a cornfield, is it would keep all those baseball ghosts away from people actually trying to play baseball. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've cracked it. This is amazing. But they still all show up at Joe the beginning anyway. Because yeah. they're greedy ghosts. They can't resist checking out something new. <sighs> Build a football stadium on Garbage Island, I guess. No, then you're going to get that garbage-picking field goal kicking. <laughs> oh, shit! He's going to kick that <laughs> island apart. <laughs> oh my god, happen. he'll... <laughs> Yeah, he'll be the most popular or powerful football player of all time. Is he dead? <laughs> Tony Danza? No, the character. Uh, so his, his career dead. certainly is. Oh, Got I like him. Tony Danza, I think. Unless you said something he's, problematic lately. He's 69 years old. Nice. Nice. Hold on, I'm gonna Google um, Tony Danza cancelled. No, that's not gonna work. He's been on a lot of cancelled TV shows. <laughs> He's Google proof now. Wow, uh, the like fourth answer is t- the Tony Danza show, 1997 series. He was on a Netflix series called The Good Cop, so that's not great. Oh, that's not good. Uh, but he's old and he's out of touch. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, it depends on how that show went. If it was like, this is the only cop that isn't a bastard, that could be an interesting show. That's mm. every cop show. Yeah, that's the that premise kind of, of is all cop, cop shows. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> If it explicitly was like, this guy is a cop for one day because he hates how much all the other cops are bastards. Oh, the oh, old so cop like for a day theme show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 24, except it's, it takes place in real time over a season, but it's a guy being a police officer for one day. Yeah, I like this. Cool. We, are, we are creative dynamos today. We're creating new sports, yeah. ways to communicate <laughs> with the dead, etc. <laughs> I feel like everything we've created is problematic and would make people angry, (laughs) frankly. Yes, for sure. Uh, How would we get, after he passes away, which type of field would we have to build to get Bo Jackson's ghost? Oh, shit. Mm. Would it have to be a baseball stadium or a football field? You'd have to build a baseball field in the middle of a football field. Ooh, they have that sometimes. Do they? Do they? Is this basketball? Is this the plot of basketball? (laughs) (laughs) I think the plot of basketball was they hadn't remembered about uh, the town in Colorado they grew up in yet, but they could do funny voices. No, this was after they did South Park. (laughs) No, it was like 1995, wasn't it? No, it was definitely after South Park, because the whole marketing for that was, hey, the guys who did South Park are in a movie. And look, they're holding basketballs on the cover like it's their testicles. Get it? 1998, yeah. Season two of South Park. Yeah. I do (sighs) wish that they hadn't been holding their testicles on the front of all of those uh, South Park DVDs, though. Uh, at least it yeah, lets you know what you're weird. in for. <laughs> okay, now the question is, guys, how do you get tickets to the Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it, if you're Rosie O'Donnell, I feel like it's pretty easy. Yeah, do you know Rosie O'Donnell, person asking mm. this question? It's a great start. Also, um, are they holding those this year? Because I hope not. Oh, no, of course kid, not. Kid, kid Sli- Green kid, slime kid is the <laughs> number one vector for COVID. We all know this. I'm getting mixed signals from the two of you about whether or not kids are disease vectors. Yeah, yeah. Kids have never spread any illnesses or gotten anyone sick in history. Okay. Mm-hmm. True. Um, same, same with Rosie O'Donnell, weirdly enough. She's uh, hypoallergenic. <laughs> 
Is that what that means? Uh, yeah. Yeah, koosh balls are antibodies. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, Rosie O'Donnell is just a, a gigantic white blood cell. <laughs> is someone running a printer? Who is my doing this? My printer is doing some fucking maintenance on itself or something. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying so to get great. it to stop. <laughs> Oh, I love uh, it. It's just doing whatever. It's, this is yeah. printer time. Yep. <clears throat> okay, Jeff, this one is explicitly for you. All right. How, because you're a teacher, I need to know, how do you write multiple choice questions? Uh, well, I've actually recently gotten, uh, I've done, made a lot of like, what you call it, uh, trivia things. And mm-hmm. what I'll, what I'll mm-hmm. do is I'll put the right answer in there and then I'll put start. an answer that seems more right than the right answer. And okay. then the other two will just be in the same category as the previous two. How does something seem more right than the right thing? Uh, because well, like that's if the you thing say about the Baron, the Baron Stein bears instead of Baron Stein, because Baron Stein doesn't sound like he could be a name. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you played, you played one of my, my, uh, trivias. That's true. I don't and remember. You, I think you were probably tricked. Mm, I was treated for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Halloween themed. <laughs> yep. I think that's actually true. I think it's oh, that, been Halloween themed. That explains why <laughs> that guy in an Inside Out Captain Kirk mask was watching me the whole time I was taking the quiz. <laughs> While you were taking off your bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I have to take off my bra to take a quiz on the internet, Louisa. Everyone knows that. <laughs> That's just the law. Uh, here's one. Soccer is the common American name for which of the following sports? And as we all know, the mm. correct answer is association football. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other answers I put were rugby football, Gaelic football, and gridiron football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gaelic football is the one that Americans haven't heard of. I put that in there uh, as like a... You should have put foosball. Yeah. foosball in there. I should have put foosball in there. Uh, I should. I and then uh, gridiron football and rugby football are just the other types of football. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good because they are reasonable choices. Although, like rugby football, you'd see that and you know it's not that one. I yeah. like to put. I like to put one choice in there that's so obviously wrong, so that if somebody gets it, you're like, "This guy's an idiot," and that would be yeah, where usually... would come in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I usually do that when I'm doing uh, like actually something where I want them to do well on it, but this was trivia and I wanted to fool them. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, Am I going to be reading all the questions? Or, no, or? I've got the okay. next one. Here we go. Uh, Matt, tell me, how do you make smart choices with credit cards? Um, Very rarely using them. <laughs> Seems like the best choice. Yeah. Like, uh, I only ever use them if, like, my car explodes. Always make uh, more I'm- than the minimum payment. That's the thing I know. And the thing I have yes. done, which is why my cards are paid off. Yep. I have one credit card and it has a, a limit of $500, and so I use <laughs> that to make my monthly purchases and then just pay it off every month. That's get, good. That's actually get a even better, more smart. Get a better credit card, though. <laughs> like, no, it's just the one no, through no, my no, bank. It's... No, 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 hold on. I also had a $500 limit credit card, and I was like, mm, I'm the smartest guy in the world. I'm really making it happen. And then somebody stole all four wheels off of my car one night, and I didn't have a high enough credit limit to buy new tires for my car. <laughs> And so, I couldn't go to work for two weeks. That's fine, I have a scooter. <laughs> I feel like you're missing the point, Jeff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, um, 
No, I, I know that for emergencies it would be good to have, but this is literally my, like, baby's first credit card. I had never had a credit card before this one. Yeah, um, that's fair. So I, and it's through my bank, so I'm just keeping it. Eventually I know they're going to raise the limit without me asking them to. Yeah. So I'm just trying to ride out that, uh, that... Yeah, get in those good $500 habits now, and then... Exactly. When it's 5000 you don't have to worry so much. Yep. <clears throat> Pretty good. Oh, uh, also, never get married. Oh, yeah, Because I'm don't still paying yet. off the credit card debt from my wedding. <laughs> yeah, well, beggars can't be choosers, so I wasn't planning to. Um, how do... This is a weird one, because I googled it, and I don't know what it means. Googling, that's how, cheating. How do you play the multiple-choice improv game? Don't you just ask for people to yell things out in the audience? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a multiple-choice. Yeah, uh, Four! <laughs> okay, uh, I'm hearing four. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> Only A and C. <laughs> Those are real bastard multiple choice questions where yeah. they're like, it's not just going to be all, it might be some. <laughs> <laughs> I do what like What if the it idea- just said some of the above? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Especially if it's uh, not the answer. If it is all of the above. <laughs> I do like the idea of doing an improv show and being like, okay, we need someone to suggest a, a career. And then someone in the audience says, all of the above. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I googled multiple choice improv game and there doesn't seem to be an improv game called that. So yeah, that's very they're weird. asking how. It wouldn't be a question on WikiHow if you could just Google it. They're asking us to make up a new improv game. Well, they're calling it the multiple choice improv yeah, game, which is very suspicious. I, what's concerning Here's what you do. to me. Here's what you do. You have to play it kind of like Mad Libs, where like you get you get four different career suggestions from people in the audience and four different play suggestions or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you put you write them all up on a board and then Every time somebody rings a bell, you switch all of them. An angel gets its wings. Yeah. <laughs> and you start to salivate because so like, you think there's food coming. I'm a doctor on a cruise ship. And then they ring a bell and it's like, oh no, now I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex at the Olympics. <laughs> That's a job? That's a career you can have? Yeah. Okay. If you really, if you if you take the right classes in college and you and really apply yourself, I like this. You have to do a spe- specific combo, like it's Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> yeah. You have to like get three levels in math and two levels in uh, theater arts, and then you can unlock a new job set, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But weirdly, one of the things you have to do is have both of your arms sawn in half by a table saw during your uh, workshop <laughs> classes. Yep, and then when the next level up that you get in geomancy, you'll turn into a dinosaur. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I keep staring at this choice on the WikiHow, which is how to make healthy breakfast grain choices. Uh, is that necessary? If you're having some grains for breakfast, it's probably fine no matter what they are, isn't it? Well, like, breakfast cereal is kind of a grain. Yeah. Whole grain is better than other, right? (laughs) That's mostly what I know. Here's how to- here's the healthiest breakfast grain choice. 
don't have grains for breakfast. Have like proteins and eggs and stuff. I don't know. I grains keep you from getting hungry. Yeah, yeah. I was just reading a thing the other day about like a lot of people are getting pretty serious organ diseases later in life because it's like they didn't eat enough grains and fibers and were just focusing on proteins. Mm, that makes sense. People think carbs are bad, so they wouldn't be having those grains. Right, but like even though the food pyramid was a lie uh, sold to us by Big Corn. Yep. As we all know. Yeah. Um, that's, is... that's my hip-hop name. Yep. <laughs> uh, that is a great hip-hop name, though. That's not even a joke. That's a good... Um, no, but uh, the, the human body does need to have, like, mostly grains and starches to operate properly. God damn sense. it. I should I should have said wasn't Big Corn Joe Biden's friend. Uh, no, mm. the first one you did was better. Damn it. No, I like this one more, because <laughs> Corn Pop is very funny to me, especially the fact that he's real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say anyway. eat oatmeal. That's a whole grain, and it's for breakfast, and it's oh, yeah. pretty good. So go for it. I, think, I like, like how- Avoid wheat and corn, but I think like oats or quinoa- Don't avoid like, wheat. What are you saying? Though. Wheat's fine. Oats are mm. oats are like weirdly hard to get in things. Like I think when we were kids, oat pieces in cereals was fairly common, but now they're all just corn. Yes, see, and I, oat, I oat agree with you. Way better than corn. But I'm not taking this question to mean cereal, which I think you guys are. I'm just thinking yeah, about no, grains in general. Like you could have quinoa for breakfast if you want. Is that a grain? It's not. It's a seed. Of listen, some kind. you guys may be living a bougie life with like <laughs> a you know a, a series of. <laughs> That bowl will bring full of you. gruel for breakfast. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying I'm living that life where I need to get something in my face and eat it while I'm working, and that's cereal for me every day, so. Alright, fine. Now, I think breakfast, I think breakfast cereal. Could you have some rye whiskey or some beer? Because <gasps> those are made with the grains rye and barley. Mm-hmm. Yes. I say Whis- yes. Beer for my horses and whiskey for my men? That's a breakfast song. <laughs> One of the classic breakfast songs. <laughs> oh my god, breakfast songs is a, is something that absolutely needs to exist. We've already talked about yeah. it and the Christmas thing. Like it's beginning to look a lot like yeah. breakfast. No, Louisa, you're you're confusing us with the cast of SNL. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a lot of people in that cast. Who knows? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, okay, how to use a chef's choice knife sharpener. Mm. So here's a thing that's actually useful information, which I only found out after a lot of research. You know those, like, metal sticks that you get in a knife block? Yes. Yes. Those do not sharpen knives, and so yeah. many people think that they do. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty They are bad. not for that. What are uh, they for? They are for rehoning your knife once you've sharpened. So I see you you sharpen the knife on a whetstone, and then uh, you need to use that stick to make it straight again. Huh? I yes. don't ever bother so. using a stick. It's fine. I just use the, the whetstone. I use a whetstone, and then I'll use the stick right before, but only if I'm doing something that's going to require it to be very sharp, like carving a turkey. Only if someone's watching you, and you can look cool <laughs> waving your knife and your uh, whetstone. I can't stick do it fast enough to look cool. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> you have to do it so fucking fast to look cool. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you should sharpen um, your knife every so often. I always, I know I need to resharpen my knives when it starts to be become difficult to cut into a tomato. Yes, <laughs> that's the same thing I do. And it should not be difficult to do that. So then you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. My big um, knife, my big main knife that I use is one of those ones that's like slightly serrated on one side, so I never have to sharp. But I know oh, that that's no, not good Jack. for cutting most yeah, things. Yeah, get a good. get a good knife. Yeah. That's yeah, maybe that's one a day. terrible knife. <laughs> Um, oh, no, man. it's genuinely, it's extremely good to, it, like, the feeling of using an actually good knife for the first time is, like, what I imagine if Goku, when he gets out of the hypergravity chamber and it's suddenly, like, normal gravity instead of a thousand times gravity and he can fight super fast, that's how I feel about cooking with a real knife after being a kid and being taught that a serrated knife is just as good as a real knife. Yeah. And then he just starts throwing up everywhere because his body isn't used to this weird change <laughs> he turns into a blobfish <laughs> god um yeah get a get a real knife get a whetstone i think they're like four dollars and uh i don't know yeah. what this chef's choice knife sharpener is but it's probably not as good as just a whetstone uh something that i have and i read i did research to get this was one that has a little channel for you to put the knife through is a lot better yeah. than a free form one where you can just accidentally fuck up the angle of your knife. That's one. That's what Chef Choice makes. They make a oh, like, okay. little channel that you run through. Those are good. I like the free form one, and I've never had a problem with it. But I understand some people are less happy about it. I don't know. Does does your blade have to be at like exactly a forty five degree angle for c- cooking with? The problem I have is if I try to run it through the channel, sometimes I accidentally, like, uh, dig the knife into the plastic around it because I haven't lined yep. it up correctly. And I'm afraid if I'm doing that against a stone, I'm fucking up the blade a lot more than I'm yeah. helping it. Yeah. So. so. I just use a whetstone. I look at it and I'm like, that's about the right angle. And then I go crazy and it works just fine. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad it works for you. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Find healthy okay. choices on fast food menus. You can't. Even yeah, if you're gonna get a salad, the salad don't dressing's eat fast gonna... food unless you're extremely depressed yeah. and you are trying to hurt yourself <laughs> with food. Even if you get a salad there, it's gonna be bad quality vegetables, and they're gonna put a ton of sugar into the salad dressing so they can say it's fat free or whatever. It's bad. It's bad yep. all around. Yep. Uh, healthy shellfish choices? Any of them? Just don't put butter on there. Well, I was floored to find out, like in my twenties, that there's a ton of cholesterol in shrimp and lobster and crab. Is it the bad kind? I think it is. Actually, I'm not sure about that, but I did not know that that had cholesterol at all. And yet, there's a ton in there. I think that if you're eating something that, like, like if if you're eating something that's completely unprocessed, like you take a crab and you boil it and crack it open, or like you take a vegetable and just like eat it, it's fine. That's always going to be better than eating something that has been like milled and mixed with preservatives. Yeah, that's possibly true. But just yesterday, I was at the store and I was planning on getting shrimp, but the only shrimp they had was the kind that were uh like treated with sulfates. Oh. Um yeah. and that that's at the fish counter. I mean that that's like fresh fish. They just sometimes they will treat them with like sulfates or other preservatives and I don't feel like that's great for you. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say uh that that counts as like avoid. Yeah. But I guess my point is like it's hard to know if it's fresh 
Yeah, it's very hard. It, if it hasn't been treated just because, like, there's no way to be like, well, this fish that's in the freezer section is bad, but this fish that's at the counter is good, because, like, you know, unless you read the fine print, it's hard to know. Yeah, a lot of times- Yeah, you have to read just, the fine print. Yeah, a lot of times they just thaw out fish that they had frozen, so it's really no different. And, like, they- the, the fine print is sometimes, like, treated with iodine, which I think is probably fine. I don't think iodine hurts you, whereas treating it with sulfates, I think, is bad. But maybe I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't actually know. Yeah, the only healthy shellfish is if you caught it yourself from pristine waters, which is impossible. Yeah, get so. one of those sludge-covered crabs <laughs> and just yummy it on down, bones and all. <laughs> yeah, those crab on down. Those crab oh bones. God. <laughs> I can't believe you found the absolute foulest way to describe eating. Yeah, this is my talent. <laughs> Le- legitimately, my wife has asked me to stop describing how foods taste. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else do we got? How to make smarter salad bar choices. This is pretty easy. There's stop a getting segment, pudding. There's a segment of salad bar that is yeah. the vegetables part, and then there's another segment that's like bacon and cheese. <laughs> yeah. There's one of these that's good for you. <laughs> And one that's not, and I'm going to let you figure it out. Yeah, the thing that helps me have better salads is figure out what vegetables I'm going to enjoy. I'm not going to enjoy the lettuce, but you need that. Uh, but maybe I'm going to enjoy some cherry tomatoes or carrots. So you get more of those, and then you get less of the croutons and the cheese and stuff. Yeah, the ones that have, like, corn and peas and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I could get into this in a big way. <laughs> corn and peas? <laughs> what kind of yeah. salad is this? Oh, is this one of those Midwestern uh, Jello salads? <laughs> There wasn't jello involved, but it was in the Midwest. There we go. It's corn, peas, and mayonnaise served in a cake pan. (laughs) Also, this is going to make me sound even more like a 1950s housewife, but I like a little bit of cottage cheese in a salad. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't like like cottage cheese myself, but for dressing, goat cheese is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you all think that my uh, my putting hummus in a salad is uh. is a perversion and a derangement, so I guess I yeah. can't judge your cottage cheese. <laughs> I was watching a thing last night. Do you guys know about? Uh, oh, I'm not going to remember the French name for it, but duck a la presse. No, is this the one where it's flat? No, it's the one where they cook the duck and then they like carve the meat off of it and then put the bones and skin and everything that wasn't the meat in a press and then grind it down and then take that juice and make like a sauce out of it hmm no i don't know this it's very famous in france apparently i'd never heard of it until i watched this show last night and it looks and sounds absolutely disgusting (laughs) and that if if there was a vegetable version of that it would be putting hummus on a salad Hold on. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Isn't making cider just literally the vegetable version of that? Yeah. No, because (laughs) you don't grind down the apples and then, I guess if you put, like, apple slices in your cider, then maybe. Well, they do press the skins and stems and shit (laughs) to get the cider. Yeah, but then you don't pour it over the rest of the apple. (laughs) Hmm. All right, here, Maybe here you we don't. go. Here's how you make pressed duck, a.k.a. canard a la presse. That's the one. Uh, pull your pants down, and you get in front of a window. <laughs> uh, what part it of is your- wait, 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 wait. What part of your body is the duck? <laughs> uh, I was still going to say it was the ass. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with no, that. That could be the ham, the that could be the, the duck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, f- preparation. First, a duck, preferably young and plump, is asphyxiated to retain the blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Why are the you duck... reading this to us, Jeff? I don't Because want... I... its yeah. description hold, is hold, horrible. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I explicitly started this with, I watched a thing that was very upsetting last night. I don't now want my friend Jeff to read a transcript of it again. <laughs> They today. make a special press just to press ducks. I know they dish. do, Jeff! I watched a documentary about it last <laughs> night! Stop! Uh, how do we research teen clothing choices? Um, you just go to any, um, uh, teen magazine at the now, grocery store and Louisa, see what's I should say, hold on, without getting go- arrested for perversion. Yeah, I was gonna say, before we go do too far down this path, is this suggestion from a pervert who's trying to get away with being a pervert? Do we want to no. help this person? You know what, I- Maybe it's someone who writes for Teen Beat. I was gonna say, whenever anyone's researching anything online nowadays, when I hear the word research, I always assume it's for some weird fan fiction series they've written that's, that's like 80,000 words already and they need to so know I guess teen clothing choices our, our response to how to research teen clothing choices is get out of here you pervert yeah, yeah. fuck you <laughs> Uh, it is impossible it, unless you are uh, in a like job or life situation where you have to spend a lot of time around teenagers it's impossible to find out what they think is cool <laughs> yeah Everything's I don't think even ironic. they know. I remember when I was a teen desperately trying to understand yes. what was a cool teen clothing choice and, if and an, not no. doing it. If an adult asked you what was popular, you'd be like, hmm, I don't know, because you actually didn't know. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I can I can never find out I could never get ahead of the music trends because like the song that's the song music that's popular with teens is never trending on like Spotify. It's yeah. always one song from a TikTok that is by a rapper who only posts to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. When I was when I was a teen, I wore like button up shirts and ties and like button down like old man caps and would ride my bike around with my messenger bag and like a tweed jacket on and stuff like that and i was the least cool human being on earth and now as an adult when i tell people my who are my contemporaries that they're like oh man you must have been such a cool teen (laughs) i wasn't (laughs) what does that mean how did that happen Uh, I really get irritated that uh, young uh, teen women nowadays wear the most unflattering clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, just objectively, you're not doing your body any favors with the clothes you're wearing, and I hate it. Well, <laughs> you don't own their bodies, so you can't tell them what to do. I mean, I guess that's true. <laughs> so get out I... of here, you pervert. <laughs> Oh, I think right. there's something <laughs> I think there's something very cool about building a a willfully ugly uh aesthetic for yourself. No, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but I don't agree. But I don't I was... like it. I just think that it's cool. That's what I was trying to do when I was a teen, but no one appreciated it. But now when you wear all those things, people are like, look at that cool professor. Everyone's like, oh, look at this guy who wants to be a grandpa even though he's only thirty. <laughs> I think you're going to have to start rounding yourself to 40 at this point, Matt. I guess that's true. I've only got a couple years left. Uh, How to become a presidential choice. Okay. Okay, so Uh, you want old Deuteronomy when she does her speech. You want to be sure you're right in there and you're already friends with her. Be nice. (laughs) And then she's going to sing a song and you're going to listen. I think what you need to do is you need to go to Canada and find where they manufacture those cookies. Oh, yes. 
you can uh, you can talk to the CEO and be like, here's my proposal for a new President's Choice cookie. You know, I'm really mad on here that one of the suggestions isn't how to become the Jellicle Choice. <laughs> yeah, me too. As soon as it was a choice, I'm like, is Jellicle Choice going to be on here? <laughs> well, no one wants that to be... No one- Rosabella uh, like did, Matt. Yeah, it's I would like not to, on WikiHow. <laughs> I would like to point out that I managed to work a joke in about it. Anyway, thank you. I know it happened. <laughs> Good we're, job. We're moving on. <laughs> Real quick about those Jellicle cats. They all sing at the beginning about how they are Jellicle cats, <clears throat> all the ones that Victoria meets, and then they're like, maybe you could be one someday. But then near the end, we find out becoming a Jellicle cat means you immediately ascend to heaven. So yeah, who are all those, those other cats? Those were all archetypal, archetypical ghosts of oh, cats. Okay, gotcha. That came back to guide her to her ascension. And that's why they didn't have uh, any personalities. I got it. Yeah. So in this scenario, Wait, is I think I Old Deuteronomy accurately summarized the plot of the musical cast? <laughs> yeah, yes. I think you did. Uh, in in this analogy, is Old Deuteronomy the electoral college? That's a good question. I think so. Yeah, because they get to use whatever whims they want and not uh, be answerable to anybody about the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gus the theater cat is the vice president. Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yep. <laughs> And that cat that's snotted all over themselves is probably, like, I don't know, the Secretary of State or whatever. Can we move on? No, that's the one who wins the election. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, the uh, rest of these suck. How to play Eddie's Choice Poker. Um, Who's Eddie? Yeah, can you talk to Eddie about this, perhaps? Yeah, yeah you, go. you gotta ask Eddie about that. Yeah, um, true. I did like one that is how to understand beta fish color choices. What could that mean? How to understand that your kid says they want they want a red beta fish? Like, is that what this is? Uh, is is choosing a color of beta fish like a personality test, like a oh, Myers Briggs type thing? Maybe. Can beta fish choose what color they are? That's also and a good like, question. Oh, did my beta fish choose to be blue because he's sad? Oh, that is good. So maybe you're asking how to understand the beta fish. Mm-hmm. And why they make their mm-hmm. crazy choices. Okay. Yes, which we all could benefit from. Yeah, that is good. I do like that. Okay, solved. Yeah. We don't know how to understand <laughs> it, but we understand the understanding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's probably what they meant. That's all we could ask for. Uh, how to defend pro-choice beliefs seems pretty wild, to be honest. Yeah. Don't, I guess? Uh, no, I- no, 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 oh. no. Pro-choice yeah. is the good one. Pro-choice is the good one. Oh, yeah. I'm you looking at a different thing. I got that. distracted. I you shouldn't be running on autopilot while I'm reading <laughs> the uh, yes. questions. Wading into the morass of uh, here's how, choice versus pro-life. Here's how to defend any belief, actually. You become such a person that is so well-liked and respected that when you say, this is my belief, people are like, oh, damn, I need to put some weight behind this because I respect this person. How do you get respected, I guess, then? Uh, be a good friend and community oh, member. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, don't ruin this because when we get the word respected we're gonna have to answer this question so (laughs) you've got some time to think of an answer (laughs) guys i found a list of uh beta fish colors and it's insane because it's not normal colors Mm -hmm. and if you breed two beta fish together then they form they take the average rgb values of the two fish that you mated (laughs) (laughs) 
the common colors include super red, super blue, and super yellow. Uh, but not red, blue, and yellow, which are not on the list at all. This is hmm. dumb. <laughs> I hate this. Is this what Nicki Minaj's I'm... super base was about? Baby yes. fish. Okay, good. Super Rarer colors. Yeah. Grizzle is one of them. Oh, like Grizzle Grizzabella. Is one of them? Oh. The jellical fish. You have to stop connecting everything <laughs> to fucking cats. You have to stop. <laughs> No, keep doing it. <laughs> Galaxy Nemo is one of the common colors. Why are we doing this? I'm getting actually angry at you, Jeff, that you keep doing this. So many of these uh, how-tos are how to make healthy food choices. And I think the thing mm. is, you need to try a lot of, for instance, vegetables, because most of those are pretty healthy, and find the ones you like. And then whenever you're like, I don't know what to get, and I want something, you kind of have a better idea about what to get that would be healthy. Just try a lot of stuff. Here, here's something that I learned very recently in my life, embarrassingly recently, some would say, <laughs> is that a lot of the time when you are doing something like dieting, um, people kind of give you the answer of you should just eat the same thing every day or like, mm. you know, rotate three different choices or whatever. If you can come up with enough different things that are roughly in the calorie count or whatever things you want, um, that you can have a different meal every day for two weeks, then you are golden and you won't even notice that you're dieting. Yeah. The thing, the thing that is onerous about dieting isn't even the eating food that you don't like. It's the eating the same food that you don't like all the time. That's what sucks. Yeah, I am, uh, like, the the thing, I, we as a society have a broken relationship with food. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the thing you should do for your body is eat more leafy green vegetables and beans. Those are very good for you. Uh, and eat less, like, uh, instant bread from a pouch. <laughs> but, but what you need to do for your emotions is sometimes ball. eat... <laughs> Jeff has been cooking from that Star Wars cookbook, and yeah. that sounds like a joke I would make to make fun of my friend Jeff, but it's genuinely a true thing. Uh, and one of the uh. things you need to do for your emotions, though, is sometimes eat nothing but Pop-Tarts and pizza for a week. <laughs> Uh, that's true. I don't think that's actually good for your emotions. It's just what your emotions want. I yeah, have... and you need to follow your whims. <laughs> I have more things the best to say. Way to make, the best way to make choices is to let your insane whims dictate everything you do. <laughs> yes. I'm the end of the podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I have more actual advice to give, but I don't think it's useful because everyone's metabolism is different, etc. We don't need to get into uh, dieting info. So... Try more things, is what I will say. I think that's good advice yeah. for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Dance like nobody's watching. Yeah. I think that's another good one. Eat weird mm -hmm. radishes like nobody's watching, because it's gross to watch uh, somebody eat radishes. <laughs> if if you're listening to this, you're already living, so that's great. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're laughing. They Go out there and not. love. Yeah. Go out there and must love dogs. <laughs> Yay! We've done it. The <laughs> truth about cats and dogs. <laughs> yeah. Have we done okay. it? Okay. Well, thanks yeah, everyone we for listening. <laughs> Hopefully we've helped you make some better choices in your life, starting with the choice to end this podcast so you can do something better with your time. Mm -hmm. um, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about it so that we can continue to grow. I think the new format is uh, is going to be good, and I think it, it's a little more accessible than some of our previous stuff, mm -hmm. where we talked for a long time about uh, fictional fascist wars in a fictional version of Europe. <laughs> Yeah. No, that um, well, that ruled. That whipped. I loved that. <laughs> 
Anyway. Uh, so, so anyway, if it, this might be a great time to help people get on board and like, you know, I, I think we'd be open to the idea of people suggesting a word to do instead of us just doing a random one every week. So, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. but I think that uh, sharing the, the show would be super helpful to us. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at hack the net pod, or you can join our discord to talk to us by uh, messaging any of us on mass. I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. You can go to Mastodon.social slash at JeffJK. That's where I am, JeffJK on Snapchat and Instagram as well. Um, lately, I've been uh, streaming video games uh, without talking over them or putting my face in the corner. Uh, so that's... <laughs> what? If, uh, well, because uh, I, I've been doing it mainly because our friends will like to, you know, hang out and play video games, but like watch each other. Uh, like Chris likes to watch me play Hollow Knight or Hades while he's playing a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we're, we're sort of doing that and then hopping in the Discord chat. Um, but uh, if you also just want to see, I don't know, someone playing a video game, then uh, I've posted the link to my YouTube channel in the fan Discord. So, all right. Is that all your things? Do you want to do Instagram and whatever? I did. I did that already. Oh, I, I did it. that before YouTube. All right. You can talk to me at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Alrighty, gang. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Please come back next week. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, this is how we do it. Mm, no. Do your job! <laughs>